0: Ladies and gentlemen, here, welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nash. It is another beautiful day, week, however you want to put it. Uh, this episode, we are going to talk about the NCAA, or actually, excuse me, the NFL draft. Um, I know my friends, Bennett and Matt over at WCCU Sports Uncaged revealed their top, their first round projections. I am going to do two rounds because, you know, I don't have much of a time constraint. But I'm, I'm going to do it a little differently. So I could, I literally typed in, and this is via CBS Sports, what each team's need was. And I looked at the list of the five needs, and I literally went left to right, one, two, three, four, five. So, and then, going to the draftnetwork.com and what their prospect rankings were, whatever the team's first need was, I found out the highest rated person in that slot and there we go I didn't do any trades although this could really be uh, taken apart because of draft day trade so I'm not really looking on okay what team should draft what player so but before we do this I I just want to get a a little soapboxy for just a minute. Um, This past Friday I had the honor and privilege of stepping inside the press box at Springbrook Stadium at Coastal Carolina University to do color commentary on the Georgia Southern versus Coastal Carolina baseball game Um, with TJ O'Sullivan and I will sit here and say this uh, it was amazing uh, it was an amazing time I got to call my first home run um, and it was it was just a awesome experience you you never forget the first time you do something um, not trying to sound weird or anything, but like legitimately the first time you do anything the first time you step on a college campus the first time you Meet a girl you like the first time you step in the press box to call a collegiate baseball game You're always going to remember it and it was, a, it was an experience that I will never uh, Take for granted I will cherish forever and Hopefully, I'm able to do it again. Um, and I want to thank TJ, uh, Kevin Davis, and everyone at w- WCCU Radio and Coastal Baseball. Uh, it was an awesome experience. I enjoyed it. And you know you did... A, a decent job when literally a couple hours after the broadcast you're like man I could have said this I could have said man I, I had this like you're literally thinking of stuff you could have said facts you could have brought up uh, things you could have talked about and that that tells you okay things went well so uh, to anyone who sent me a text or a message, uh, congratulate me. Uh, I appreciate it. I've got the press badge. <laughs> and I swear, uh, I'm probably going to get that framed sometime. It, it would not surprise me I won't get that framed. I'm That's going to be uh, first and foremost in my collection. So, uh, hope to do it again. We will see what the future holds, but now I get to put this on my resume. I get to add it to my uh, portfolio and go from there. But with that being said, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I am going to start, I think we're gonna do the top 16 picks so the first half of the first round we'll be right back with more blind tag podcast before we get back to the podcast i want to let everyone know about my intro that is sax rock and roll by kevin mcleod this song, and other songs that are royalty free are being able to be found on IncomTech.com. Alright, welcome back and now, let's get to it this is going to be fun, I have an opinion, it's going to be fun now, um the only, I think there's a couple picks that I didn't go with, like, who the top rated, pres- Person was in that position um it's because the first two picks are if they don't go the way they've been discussed a lot of people is going to be shocked and then they're going to turn into okay why wasn't this person picked so jacksonville trevor lawrence junior quarterback out of clemson and for the new york jets uh zach wilson junior quarterback out of BYU already presumptive top two picks I agree with Trevor Lawrence like he was I disagree with Zach Wilson at at this spot because if you really want to know anything about uh, in my opinion the Zach Wilson quarterback let me See if I can get this. So Zach Wilson had one season, one decent season uh, at BYU, and if you think about it. This 2020 uh, season, um, he just he just came he, he came to be, and like I, I I don't know like I can only view him from the game that BYU had against Coastal Carolina. That Coastal Carolina defense got him flustered, frustrated, to the point where he had to rush that last pass, which cost um, BYU that game and their undefeated season. Alright. So... Pulling up his stats real quick. This is via SportsReference.com. He is a career 67.6% passer. He has passed for 7,600 yards, with the major uh, almost 36, 3,700 of them coming last season. Uh, he had nine interceptions in 2019, playing nine games. He had 12. has seen 23 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in his first two years now he had 33 and 3 last season so basically zach wilson his junior year is what the jets want the problem is He's going to be thrusted into that spotlight because this is the second time in four years that the Jets had to pick a quarterback. Because, well, there are the Jets. So, I don't, I don't see where. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I think they should have picked Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a, a better quarterback. In which. Would be where he he would go to number three at uh, to San Francisco. Now this pick comes to him from Houston via Miami. Now Justin Fields actually started his career in Georgia, but he didn't. He wasn't a starter. He he played in twelve games, but he didn't. Uh, have enough meaningful snaps. Uh, 2019 transferred to Ohio State. He was a 67% passer, 3,200 yards, 41 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. In a limited schedule because of COVID issues and 2020 being, you know, the crazy year, he's st- he still had a better completion per- per- percentage. And... 22 touchdowns and 6 interceptions. So, for his career at Ohio State, he has thrown 63 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, with a quarterback rating of 179.1. San Francisco is going to get a great player here, in my opinion. Um, There's also been the typical talk of... You know, how you evaluate a white quarterback against how you evaluate a black quarterback. How about you do this? You just take the stats, you look at the film, and you forget who or what color a person's skin is. Honestly, I think that's why Zach Wilson's above Justin Fields. Do I have any evidence to this point? No. That is just my gut feeling. Let's go to number four. The first defensive player taken off will be taken off as Atlanta. I have him projected to select Quitty Payne. Yeah, Quitty Payne, edge rusher out of Michigan, who was a senior in his four seasons. now He only played four games at um, Michigan in 2020, but in his four four seasons. His best, obviously, 2019, uh, 50 total tackles, 12 and a half of them for loss. He has 11 and a half total sacks at Michigan. Uh, Does have a forced forced fumble and just always seem to disrupt players, uh, disrupt an offense. So I think he's going to be one of the top uh defensive people off the board. Uh, Number five, Cincinnati will take Panini Sowell offensive tackle out of Oregon he is a junior and this is to be done for one reason and one reason only only hit Joe Pearl healthy keep him healthy you know keep his blind side free so he can make the plays that he can make now Number six, we have the Miami Dolphins. They received this pick through a trade with the Philadelphia... I was going to say 76ers. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And in this pick, they ha- I have them selecting Jalen Waddell, junior wide receiver out of Alabama. Now, if I can... Uh, all right. In three seasons with the... Clint- uh, Crimson Tide. He was one yard shy of two thousand for his career receiving. Uh, Seventeen touchdowns with this. Uh, the most coming in his freshman season of seven. Uh, he had. I mean, averages twenty yards of reception. Yeah, I mean, almost twenty yards of reception. That's that's insane. And Alabama produces wide receivers. They don't produce quarterbacks, but they produce wide receivers. Alright, now we get to the number 7 pick, and that is Jamar Chase. Junior wide receiver out of LSU. It looked like he opted out of the 2020 season. So, to look at his body of work, let's look at the 2019 year. When he had quarterback Joe Burrow, and he caught 84 balls for 1,780 yards. Averaged 21.2 yards per catch, 20 touchdowns. Even in 10 games as a freshman, he still caught 23 balls for 313. So he has one season under his belt in a Joe Burrow-led offense. I think he is going to give... uh, uh, who's the quarterback in Detroit now? Uh, he used to be in with the Rams. I'll, I'll think of his name. But I think he's going to give him a good target. And someone to really build an offense around. Because let's face it. Ever since they lost Megatron. That offense has been uh, horrible. Now let's get to the Carolina Panthers. With the 8th selection. I actually Went a little against the grain here. I took I having them taking Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. The junior tight end had a remarkable twenty twenty, and is basically viewed as the best tight end of the of the draft prospects. Now, in a in a total of. 24 games he averaged almost 15 yards a catch he had 18 touchdowns 12 of them coming in the COVID-shortened 2020 season averaging 18 yards a catch had 43 catches 12 12 touchdowns uh, really able to spread that Florida offense around and ever since um, uh, what's his name uh, the Carolina tight end just retired. He, I'm a I'm a Carolina fan, and I, I should know this. But anyway, um, they haven't really been good at that position. Uh, you have Sam Donald. Get him a security blanket with Kyle Pitts. You have uh, Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. You have Robbie Anderson. Uh you have a good offense. Uh, I think they will address offensive line in the second round. I believe I will when we get down to that part, I will double check. Number nine. The Denver Broncos will select Trey Lance quarterback out of North Dakota State. Now Trey Lance had uh, because there was a uh, you know COVID issues with and also the fact that um F C S moved their season to the spring, he they actually scheduled one game as a um here, look at him type of situation. But in his sophomore season, he uh, completed 67% of his passes, 2,786 yards, had 28 touchdowns. He did not throw an interception that season. So, I believe if they actually had a full season this year, those stats would have continued, and he would be higher on this list. But Denver needs a quarterback. That's where I have them going. Uh, Dallas with the 10th selection will take cornerback Caleb Farley, a redshirt junior out of Virginia. The ACC getting some love. and Caleb Farley looks like also he opted out of the 2020 season. So in two seasons he had uh, 56 total t- tackles, six interceptions, a defensive with one of those coming uh, being returned for a touchdown. Um, according to uh, CBS Sports, their top position of need is cornerback, so I'm, I'm having them take to Caleb Farley. Now, the one question we have to ask these people is they – if they opted out, how are they going to overturn it? Uh, how are they going to get back into game shape? All right. Number 11 The New York Giants take Jalen Phillips, ed rush, edge rusher out of Miami. He's a redshirt junior. Number 12 The Philadelphia Eagles select Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama. L.A. Chargers with the 13th pick take offensive tackle Rashawn Slater, senior out of Northwestern. And the 14th pick, Minnesota takes offensive tackle Christian Durshaw, senior out of Virginia. Excuse me. Actually, let me um, uh, rephrase this. Um, Caleb Farley and... Christian Dersauer from Virginia Tech. Not Virginia. I know that would upset some people. It's just the way the lines were. They didn't expand all the way on my Excel spreadsheet. Maybe I should fix that. But while I fix it. With the 15th pick. uh, The New England Patriots. Will select. Patrick Sertan II. Cornerback out of junior cornerback out of Alabama, and with the 16th pick, uh, cornerback out of junior cornerback out of South Carolina, JC Horn will go to Arizona. Now, know a lot of people are thinking, Well, where's Mac Jones? All right, well, let's pull up his um, statistics. If you will, uh, you have to give me just a second. We had a uh, quick power outage, so the Wi Fi is getting a little uh, iffy. All right. If you take out the 2020 season, he only passed for 1,600 yards, had 15 touchdowns, and three interceptions in 17 games. 2020 breakout year. Uh, 4,500 yards, even. 41 touchdowns, for interceptions. That's. Uh, and but here's the thing I say about Mac Jones, and I said this when I was talking about uh, Jalen Waddle. Alabama produces wide receivers. They don't produce quarterbacks. So I actually do not have Mac Jones, spoiler, going in the first round. He will be picked in the second. But I don't view him as a first round quarterback. That's just my opinion. Now, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, picks 17 through 32. We'll be right back. back and we're at the bottom half of the first round start off with the 17th pick with the Las Vegas Raiders and it it's still weird to say that we'll select redshirt junior interior offensive lineman Ajia Vera Tucker out of Southern California with the 18th pick the Miami Dolphins once again on the clock they will take Aziz Ojolari Edge rusher, redshirt sophomore out of Georgia. With the nineteenth pick, Washington needing offensive line help. They will pick actually they will pick up M- Micaiah Parsons, junior linebacker out of Penn State. Now, Parsons did opt out of the 2020 season to focus on the Prep for the NFL draft. In two seasons with the Penn State Nittany Lions, he recorded 191 tackles, 18 of them for loss, six and a half sacks. He did not have any interceptions, but he recovered six fumbles. Well, he forced six fumbles, recovered one of them. So he can dis- he can get. In the backfield he can disrupt what an offense is doing and that is something that Washington can definitely use more of Uh, Chicago despite glaring hole at quarterback will take Rashad Bateman junior wide receiver out of Minnesota Indianapolis will take junior safety out of TCU Trayvon Monig the Tennessee Titans will take Junior wide receiver out of LSU, Terrence Marshall II, second, uh, junior. The New York Jets, getting this pick from the Seattle Seahawks, will take redshirt senior out of Oklahoma State. Offensive tackle, Taven Jenkins. The 24th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers, will take Travis Alini senior running back out of Clemson this is the first running back off the board let's look at his stats real quick as a four four four-year player he played almost every game that uh, Clemson played he was in the top 10 of Heisman voting in 2018 and 2019. Almost 5,000 yards career rushing, 7.2 average. Uh, rushed for 20 touchdowns. He caught 102 passes for 1,155 yards. 8 receiving touchdowns. So, from scrimmage, he averages almost you give that guy the ball, whether it's a run or a pass, it's Eight yards. So, definitely something that Pittsburgh needs. They just uh, didn't re-sign uh, James Conner. So, there's a glaring hole at the running back position. Jacksonville is on the clock again. They get this pick from the L.A. Rams. They're going to pick up Gregory Rousseau, redshirt sophomore, edge rusher out of Miami. Let me pull up his stats real quick. Looks like a three-year player. Actually, he only played one season with Miami. He had uh, 54 tackles, almost 20 of them for a loss. Had 15.5 sacks, uh, two forced fumbles with one recovery. He opted out of last season and looks like he was medically he was red shirted yeah he was red shirted after playing in one game so one season Jacksonville has draft picks Um, take a risk. That's the way I say it. The Cleveland Browns with the 26th pick will take uh, linebacker Jeremiah Osuas Coramo, redshirt junior linebacker out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame just completing its first and only season, barring uh, the end of the world. Again, a uh, season of conference play, which is still weird to say. Um. In in the two seasons after being redshirted his fresh his uh, looks like his sophomore year because he was only at Notre Dame for his junior and senior seasons he collected 142 tackles 24 and a half of them for a loss seven sacks one interceptions he had five forced fumbles four of them being recovered and one of those recoveries going for a touchdown. So, the guy is all over the place. I, I think he is definitely going to be a great fit for that Cleveland defense. Uh, Baltimore will take senior wide receiver from Florida, Kadarius Townie. New Orleans, despite the fact that they lost Drew Brees in the offseason, I have them taking Baron Browning, senior linebacker out of Ohio State. The Green Bay Packers at twenty nine, taking a redshirt junior linebacker out of Tulsa, Zaven Collins. Now I'm gonna be honest, because it's uh, they went from no, he played at Tulsa. I had no idea who this guy was, but in his three seasons with the Golden Hurricanes, he. Had 236 um, tackles. I was going to say yards. Uh, 25 of them for a loss. 7.5 total sacks. 5 interceptions. 2 of those interceptions returned for a touchdown. And here is an important stat. He has 3 forced fumbles. And... Basically, every time he fumbles it, you're more like he's more likely going to re- recover. If he forces it, he's going to recover it, which is a good thing that is needed, definitely for that Green Bay defense. Uh, Najee Harris, senior running back out of Alabama, will go to Buffalo. Kansas City will go defense this year with Northwestern cornerback junior Greg Newsom II. And with the 32nd and last pick in the first round Landon Dickerson redshirt senior out of Alabama Interior offensive lineman will go to the defending champions So That is the first round <coughs> uh, A Couple running backs uh, There's your run on quarterbacks in the top three and uh, four in the top ten. I, once again, don't think Mac Jones should go in the first round. That's just my opinion, but we'll see what happens. When we come back, I'm going to take you where Matt and Bennett didn't. The second round. You might might see some players or hear some players you know. We'll see what happens. We'll be right back. Alright, welcome back and now let's get into the second round. Let's see, well, before we do, there you go, let's let's get the uh, good old Microsoft Excel sheet There we go. Now I can get everything. Jacksonville is on the clock with the 33rd pick. They will take interior defensive lineman Levi Waskari, redshirt senior out of Washington. And in back-to-back picks, the Huskies are representative as redshirt junior edge rusher Joe Tyron will go to the New York Jets. 35th pick, the Atlanta Falcons will take offensive tackle Dylan Randunas, redshirt senior out of North Dakota State. I mean, you're, you're protecting Trey Lance, so I mean, it's, you got to be pretty good. Uh, 36th pick, the Miami Dolphins. This pick comes to them via the Houston Texans who do not have a pick in these first two rounds. I will not be Saying who I think their first pick will be, because then I'd have to do the third round, and that's where you just get into flip a coin scenario. Uh, they will take Liam Eichenberg, redshirt senior, no offensive tackle out of Notre Dame with the thirty-second, oh, no, thirty-seventh pick. The Philadelphia Eagles will take linebacker Nick Bolton, junior linebacker out of Missouri. Now, with the second round, I was kind of a little more lenient that if um, it looked like too much of a reach to get the that first position they didn't get in the first round, then I would kind of be open to okay. And in this scenario with Philadelphia. Linebackers kind of like fourth on their list, but they would be reaching about 10 picks down to get the next rated uh, cornerback. And then offensive line, they would be reaching about five or six picks. So, we did that. Uh, 38th pick, the Cincinnati Bengals will take junior wide receiver out of Purdue Rondell Moore. The Carolina Hur- Hurricane. Why am I thinking hockey now? The Carolina Panthers, with their second uh, pick in the first in the in, or first pick in the second round, will be taking North Carolina junior wide receiver Diami Brown. Now. Last year, their entire defensive their entire draft was defense. So they, they need to do some uh, get some offensive help. In three seasons with the tar heels, he averaged almost 19 yards a catch, 21 touchdowns, and you know he averaged about 50 catches a year in two seasons that he was a starter. He wasn't a starter his freshman year, but still caught 17 passes for 173 yards and a touchdown, so it's not bad for a freshman who's not a starter. So, get once again, giving Sam Donald weapons. With the 40th pick, Denver will take junior running back for North Carolina, Javante Williams. Now, I want have to look this one up. Like a three-year player out of Chapel, out of the Chapel Hill program, yes. And he rushed for almost 2,300 yards, with 1,100 of that coming last season. Uh, had 29 touchdowns, 19 of them coming last year. Uh, half his career catches came last year three-fourths of his receiving touchdowns came last year. He had a breakout season, but it, it wasn't that he wasn't bad. It's just he had a breakout season. His rushing attempts were about the same, but he kept getting more yards. His averages, both rushing and receiving, were going up, and he was getting more scoring opportunities, and that's what it takes. So I think... Denver with um, Trey Lance, you give him a running back that he can uh, trust in a way. Number 41, the Detroit Lions will take Richard, sophomore, linebacker out of Michigan, Cameron McGrone. The New York Giants with the 42nd pick will take redshirt sophomore offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield from Michigan the 43rd pick if this thing will just work with me the San Francisco 49ers will take junior tight end out of Penn State Pat Friermuth this will give Justin Fields a very sturdy target when it comes to passes uh, he caught 16 touchdowns. We're, we're not going to take the 2020 season into consideration because it looks like he only played in four games. But 2019 looked to be his breakout year. Even though his his he caught more passes, but his averages went his average went down. Average wise, his best season was his freshman year. Uh, 26 catches, 368 with eight touchdowns. So. You know, definitely not a first rounder. So, someone that you you could take a chance on in the second round. Hopefully, will blossom into a very uh, respected tight end. Uh, Dallas will take junior safety Devon Holland out of Oregon. They need some help in the defense. Bad. Uh, Jacksonville. Now, this pick will come to them from Minnesota. I have them taking Wyatt Davis, interior offensive lineman at of Ohio State. He's a redshirt junior. New England. With the 46th pick, I have them taking Mac Jones. Well, why didn't you take him in the first round? Very simple. It is very simple to say. Money. You'll be che- the contract will be cheaper if you get him in the second round than in the first. And if he turns out into like a and Wilson, where you get him in, in the third uh, third round, and he turns into a superstar, then guess what? You have him for the first couple years with uh, at a cheap price. And considering all the money they've spent on uh, free agents this offseason, season. They, they need to pick a cornerback, not in the first round. The LA Chargers will take cornerback Eric Stokes, redshirt junior out of Georgia. And finally, with the Las Vegas Raiders at the 48th pick, they will take Jabril Cox, redshirt senior linebacker out of LSU. Now, in his only season with LSU. He had 58 tackles, 6.5 for a loss, only recorded one sack, but also had three interceptions and a fumble recovery. So, definitely someone you, you look at in the first round, in the second round. Um, if he had another year under his belt, I would definitely say look in the, in the first round range, maybe lower first round. Maybe someone take a, uh, takes a stretch on them. We don't know. But at the end of the day, Best music. we will uh, see what happens. Now, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, the final 16 picks and my opinion on the European Super League in soccer. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back and we have we're at the last of the second round. Uh this one we're gonna go by you know fairly quickly. The Arizona Cardinals with the 49th pick will take. Creed Humphreys, interior offensive lineman out of Oklahoma. He's a redshirt junior. Redshirt sophomore Jason O'Way, edge rusher out of Penn State, will go 50th to Miami. Samuel Cosme, redshirt junior out of Texas, offensive tackle, will go to Washington. 52nd pick Chicago takes Joseph Ossie, junior edge rusher out of Texas. The Hoosiers getting some love. Jamar Johnson. Safety uh, junior safety from Indiana. I have them taking I have him going 53rd to the Tennessee Titans. Now I want to pull up his numbers real quick. In three seasons, let's say two of them as a starter, he has 67 tackles, eight of them for a loss, four sacks. Six of his seven career interceptions came in the last two seasons, and he has had two forced fumbles and one interception return for a touchdown. So Indiana starting to become a football school. They're they're getting a lot of love and like I said numbers is not going to jump out on you in the first round, but definitely second-round territory and Indian Tennessee does need defensive help at safety, according to CBS Sports. Uh, Interior defensive lineman Christian Bermore, redshirt sophomore out of Alabama, will go to the Indianapolis Colts. Asante Samuel Jr., junior cornerback out of Florida State, will go 55 to Pittsburgh. Seattle will be taking... And on Ra St. Brown, junior wide receiver out of USC. The LA Rams in their first pick of the draft will be taking Jamin Davis, offense, uh, linebacker out of Kentucky, and redshirt junior. Now, the only reason they have linebacker rated as their fifth um, top, uh, fifth position of need But I I say at this point, you get the best available on the board. Uh, 58th pick, Baltimore Ravens will take Richie Grant, redshirt senior safety out of UCF. Cleveland will take quarterback, redshirt junior out of Syracuse, Efetu Milanofu. With the 60th pick, New Orleans will take junior wide receiver, out of Ole Miss Elijah Moore. Buffalo will take Elijah Molden, senior cornerback out of Washington. 62nd pick. Tommy Tonjita, interior defensive lineman out of Ohio State. He's a junior. They will go, he will go to the Green Bay Packers. Kansas City will take an offensive weapon. Uh, Nico Collins, senior wide receiver out of Michigan. I mean, uh, it looks like a four-year player, but did not play last season pro- uh, due to um, opting out of the season. But in his three seasons with Michigan, he caught he averaged almost 18 yards a catch and had 13 touchdowns. And then finally. The 64th pick, coming a senior running back out of North Carolina, going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Michael Carter, in his four seasons with the Tar Heels, he averaged about 7 yards rushing. With 22 touchdowns, averaged 8 yards receiving with 6 touchdowns. So 4,000 yards from scrimmage, averaging about getting you 7 yards a play. So, that's it. Now, that's how I think the first two rounds you are going to go. Am I going to be right? Uh, Probably not. (laughs) Honestly. But, I mean, I'm going to be right about the first two. That's about it. Now, uh, as I'm recording this, I had a uh, uh, notification pop-up from ESPN about the European Super League. On Friday, 12 clubs from European Soccer, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, Tottenham Hotspur, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, AC Milan, Inter Milan, and Havinas have insisted that ESL provide greater financial support for the football pyramid with a planned $10 billion and solidarity payments to non-participating clubs. So basically what it is, is, uh, imagine the top schools in college football making their own super conference. You have a conference of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Texas, USC, uh, I'm going to name a, you UCLA, you know, I'm going to name a lot of them, but they have basically been shit-canned for doing this by the European soccer community. UEFA has even warned that it may impose sanctions against clubs and players who take part in the breakaway competition, basically it's like this. Even FIFA is like, yeah, you're probably not going to be able to participate in the World Cup. So you're a player from England. or You're a player from the United States, and you play on Manchester United. You can't play for the U.S. national team. Now, if you move to um, Everton, then you're good. But it's basically try and the goal is to have 15 permanent teams and then five teams rotate in and out Um, yeah I I disagree with this wholeheartedly it's basically spitting in the face of traditional soccer in Europe Uh, the Champions League is among the most watched Champions League final is among the most watched events in the world. It, it It's in the top 10 with like the Super Bowl, the NBA Finals, the Olympics, the FIFA World Cup. So, but Chelsea has decided to begin the process of pulling out of this proposed Super League. Which is a stunning U-turn for the London Club, following the Sunday announcement that it was among the twelve teams planning to break away. Um, I believe it's starting to fall. I I don't. This idea will not get off the ground, and there's going to be a lot of resentment if if the other eleven teams continue on this path. There's going to be a lot of resentment. And it would not surprise me if it fails that UEFA takes action against them. Maybe barring all of them from Champions League play for at least a year or two. I would say give Chelsea a one-year ban since they backed out of it. But, yeah, give the rest of them. Alright, you you cannot participate in the... uh, Champions League for two years, and any any player on the roster as of, say, today, for um, this is being recorded on four twenty, anyone on the roster cannot participate in any FIFA-sanctioned sanctioned events until. The conclusion of the 2022 World Cup. So. That's my take on it. This has been a fast going show I think. But. Next week. We'll figure something out. We always do. Make sure you stay attuned to the Instagram page. At Blind Tag Podcast. For more information. And. And. We will see you next time, right here, wherever you get your podcasts from.